0: You probably have some turmeric in your herb and spice drawer, and you probably heard that turmeric's active ingredient, curcumin, has anti-inflammatory properties that has been used for centuries as an ancient medicine. That yellow powder comes from the root of the curcuma longa plant, a member of the ginger family. And turmeric itself has kind of this warm, bitter taste. I use it in paella and curry and salads and rice and other starches like pearl barley. But what you probably haven't heard is that too much turmeric can kill you. Today, we're going to make sense of the madness surrounding turmeric from its promise as an anti-cancer agent to its toxicity. And who needs to avoid it for daily use? I'm Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Fork You, Fork University, where we make sense of the madness, bust a few myths, and teach you a little bit about food as medicine. Inflammation is a complex biochemical, physiologic, and even pathologic process. But inflammation is the basis of our immune system. An acute inflammation allows us to rid our bodies of cancer, viruses, bacteria, yeast, molds, parasites. Without the inflammatory process, we'd end up being a pile of goo in 24 hours dead as dead can be. Inflammation allows us to repair our body from injury, anything from burning our hand by spilling coffee on it to major trauma from an automobile accident. Chronic inflammation can make certain illnesses much worse, from arthritis to heart disease, inflammatory bowel disease, psoriasis, and may even play a part or a role in premature aging. You've had inflammation. Did you ever have the flu and have muscle aches and fevers only to take an aspirin and feel better in about 20 minutes? Those muscle aches and fevers were not a result of the virus, but your body fighting it and fighting it to where you felt poorly. So you added a little anti-inflammatory agent, in this case, aspirin, and felt better. Well, science is always looking out for anti-inflammatory agents, and curcumin, the active ingredient in turmeric, has showed a lot of interest among legitimate scientists. Kirkman has been examined for its potential role in cancer treatments, inflammatory bowel disease, heart disease, etc. But inflammation is complex. Let me just give you a little sense of how complex it is by quoting from a paper. Cucumin binds to the toll-like receptors and regulates downstream nuclear factor capta B, mitogen-activated protein kinases, activated protein water, and other signaling pathways, unquote. So you can imagine curcumin or turmeric has attracted the attention of the non-regulated health supplement industry, where they can bottle it up, tell you that, quote, it supports heart health, or quote, it supports gut health or immune function, unquote. Those statements, I hope you know, are meaningless, designed to fool someone to buy something with a label of, quote, natural, unquote, to believe that it might be better than some drug. Because it's complex, you can have hucksters use the word inflammation and sell you a product or an idea, in this case, a supplement for potentially hundreds of dollars. Their science is marketing. And in this case, marketing to you a product with words and extracting dollars from your wallet. Do we even have wallets anymore? Let's step back to the Mediterranean diet. Did you know the Mediterranean diet is the most anti-inflammatory diet out there? One that's tested to work well with people who have overactive inflammatory diseases like arthritis, Crohn's disease, multiple sclerosis, diabetes, obesity, and heart disease. Far better than any other diet out there. So let's take Kirkman and turmeric, back to the kitchen. A part of the Mediterranean diet is cooking with herbs and spices. And even if you don't cook, you can always use turmeric to spice things up a bit. It's a worthy candidate. You can get turmeric in that yellow spice bottle, or you can buy fresh turmeric from the store, and it'll look like a root. And the root is brown on the outside, but deeply yellow on the inside. This turmeric is also great for cooking. But be warned, you're going to stain your hands a nice color yellow, not permanently. I use a little microplane to shave that little bit of root onto any dish that you like. And if you follow a recipe, you can substitute that fresh turmeric in a ratio of one tablespoon of fresh equals about a teaspoon of that dried yellow turmeric in your spice cabinet. Let's start with breakfast. If you've been to coffee shops lately, you may have noticed that they have started adding turmeric to some drinks, like the turmeric-laced latte. That has about a quarter to a half teaspoon of powder in the drink. It'll add a deeper flavor to your latte and some liken it to other spice drinks like that famous pumpkin spice latte we see so much of around October. But turmeric is also a great addition to scrambled eggs or to a tofu scramble. It provides beautiful color and a depth and a quarter of a teaspoon is all you need. If you ever have deviled eggs out, you can add a little bit of turmeric on top, just like paprika. Moving on from breakfast, if you've ever added turmeric to your rice, like a tablespoon to a bowl of rice as you're making it. It will give us this deep, beautiful yellow color that makes rice far more visually appealing. My teaspoon also works well with your bean dishes. That famous cowboy caviar, adding turmeric to it will make it a lot more earthy. And some of you have asked me about ginger, turmeric, honey, teas, or shots to decrease inflammation. Well, if you like them, that's fine. But if you consider the other anti-inflammatory drugs like aspirin, ibuprofen, you know they have side effects. So does curcumin. In my blog, I have a half a dozen references to deaths from people who died of liver failure secondary to high doses of curcumin prescribed by some Ayurvedic practitioners. Many of these patients died and some were saved when they went to conventional hospitals where they needed liver transplants. The dose is always in the poison. Be warned that the supplements of curcumin, especially when it's been combined with peppering, pepper to increase its uptake to the gut, can cause damage. So here's where you need to be careful. Curcumin should not be used if you're pregnant or going to become pregnant because it can cause a loss of pregnancy, bleeding, placenta previa. Curcumin should not be used if you're breastfeeding. You should not take curcumin as a supplement if you're taking any blood thinners like Warfarin, Plavix, or eloquence. If you have a tendency to bleed or bruise more easily, you should not take curcumin. Nor should you take it if you're over the age of 60 years old, as it can cause bleeding in the brain. Do you have issues with your gallbladder? Curcumin has been positively associated with increasing inflammation of your gallbladder requiring urgent surgery. And if you have stomach issues, you shouldn't be taking curcumin because it can cause ulcers in your stomach, or if you have ulcers, can cause them to bleed more easily. It shouldn't be taken if you're also taking it with aspirin, Motrin, or some anti-inflammatory drug. And if you are undergoing surgery and taking this as a supplement, you should stop it two weeks ahead of time. The supplement industry is not regulated like the pharmaceutical industry. Besides people getting too much curcumin in their supplement and causing bleeding issues and death. And there also have been supplements that have been colored with heavy metals, causing heavy metal accumulation in people who use those supplements. If you have a headache or a joint ache, you know the dose of aspirin, naproxen, or motrin that's effective. You know the dose that won't do anything. And you know a dose that can be toxic. You may not know what that dose would be because it hasn't been tested on that supplement of turmeric or curcumin. Let me give you an example. 81 milligrams of aspirin, that baby aspirin, will not fix your headache. 325 milligrams of standard aspirin will. Two bottles of aspirin, you know, is a problem. It can happen with curcumin, too. You just don't know the dose you're getting. I love cooking with turmeric. It adds a depth of flavor to almost any meal and... As with all good food, it has properties that can add to the properties of other whole foods and spices, making your Mediterranean diet delicious and wonderful and healthy. Turmeric belongs in your kitchen, not in a capsule. Please see the blog associated with this podcast on YourDoctorsOrders.com. This podcast was researched and written by me, Dr. Terry Simpson. And while I am a board-certified physician, I am not your physician. If you need advice, please seek the advice of a board-certified Western-trained physician. Not an aviartic healer, not an Eastern medicine man, not a naturopath or a chiropractor, but someone who can help you with real conditions. Simple Media distributes the podcast, and this transcript can be found on Fork as well as your doctor's orders. Audio editing and music were inserted by my good friend and pod god, Evo Terra. Hey, Evo, I wonder if you've ever tried turmeric in beer. Yes, I have. Once. And that was plenty. Welcome back, Doc.